Went to Tennessee Prime from Gus's World Famous Fried Chicken on Sutherland Avenue. Jason Swain, Cade Mays, and soon to be Javante Payton. We've got to get after Coach Burns. He always runs along in those wide receivers meetings. Um, let's, uh, let's open it up with Cade here. Cade, when you look at uh, the big win this past week against Kentucky, obviously since then you've been named the SEC Offensive Player or, or Offensive Lineman of the Week. Um, not the first time you've received a, that award before, but you know one that I know you're pretty proud of just based on the fact that you had missed the previous couple of games. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, just we'll start with the Kentucky game, man. It was just probably the craziest game I've ever been a part of. I just loved how everybody on both sides of the ball went out there and competed. Um, you know, we had a great game plan going in, and we really executed it. <clears throat> um, didn't execute it perfectly, but we executed it well enough to get the win. So that's huge. And as far as the, the award, um, you know, just extremely blessed. Um, it's just prayers answered, you know, just going to work every day, and, you know, it's, it's paying off and stuff. So offensively I'm sure as an offensive lineman 13 minutes of time of possession sounds great <laughs> yeah especially <laughs> you're score, not out there out score there that many points like it's <clears throat> it's unheard of crazy when you when you look up and you know you have five scoring drives the longest one was two minutes yeah I mean it, does it even surprise you how quick you guys score at times like when the first play popped like I think everybody's just in shock cause, and then and then like the fourth play of the game you know, so you run four plays and you score two touchdowns. I mean, like no one expects that. <clears throat> that is crazy. Like when it actually happens, when you see it happen, and like you see the game plan unfold, like positively, it's awesome. Did you did you even sweat? No, halftime I wasn't even sweating. So halftime you didn't even sweat. Uh-uh. I mean, think about it. Half. I think the second <laughs> half was where we got the majority of our like minutes with minutes, the ball. Yeah. Because like the second half was where we had like a long drive, twelve something plays. Um, but the first half, I don't think we ran more than, like, six plays in a drive. It was crazy. I know the cliche, the cliche answer is we do the moment we stepped off the bus that we were going to win. But, like, what point during the game were you like, checkmate, It's this is over, over? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say until at the end of the game when I was like, it's over, over, because, I mean, it came down, like, right to the wire. But, like, at halftime when, like, we just had so much momentum at halftime and then, like, especially um, – our two-minute drill, and we had like 30 seconds, and then three plays, kicked a field goal. Like that's huge in a game. I mean, that's a that's a huge momentum swing um, for us. So at, th- at that point, I was like, man, we're really, really about to come out here with this win at halftime. But then, like the second half played out so crazy, like you really didn't know that you were going to win until you know the clock hit zero because anything could happen. So fa- so far, how would you how would you rank Kentucky's front versus the teams that you've already played so far? Um, you know, Pitt, you know, Alabama, uh, Florida, um, throwing Kentucky. Yeah, they had some, they had some key guys out. Um, but, you know, watching them on film, I mean, they're definitely up there. They're up there in the SEC with uh, one of the better fronts. I mean, they've got a, an unbelievable player in number four. And then they've got some pretty, pretty long dudes that they get kind of active off the edge. So they've definitely got a solid front, but um, definitely had some key guys out. So. You look ahead to this week, obviously you've got the number one team coming to town. Um, do you kind of, as a group, do you all kind of like that challenge? I mean, you're playing a bit of house money. I mean, nobody's going to predict you to win this game. So, you know, you got to play that underdog role all week. Yeah, I mean, we've got nothing to lose. I mean, just go out there and play like we've been playing. And, and you know, if, if things shake out right, you know, and, and we go out and execute the way we need to, you know, I think we're going to shock the world. So, 
early in the year, you guys got off such a quick start. Of course, the quarterback was different, but yeah. that you go up back and, like, Cooper's the center and, and, and you're healthy and everybody's going on, boom, boom, boom. Then he gets hurt. Then by the time he comes back, you get hurt. This past Saturday is kind of the, one of the first times since the first couple of games you had the original offensive line. Yeah, for sure. Um, how, how much do you feel like that helps for this stretch run here these next three weeks? Um, yeah, it definitely helps just keeping everybody healthy and, and you know, those five guys that came out of camp, um, just keeping us all healthy and, and letting us just get more plays under our belt with each other. Um, I feel like we've got pretty good, you know, we're, we're pretty, like we're gelled together pretty good right now, but just with the next three games, it'll definitely just gel more like while, while we're playing. When you watched the film and you saw, you know, the third string running back go in and basically not be touched until he was, you know, five yards down the football field, you know, what, what was that feeling like with your offensive lineman? How did you guys celebrate and, and how, you know, what was the, the atmosphere like in the meeting room? Man, it was, it was fun, you know, just going back and watching the game and seeing that you're having success um, with the game plan and stuff that you worked all week repeatedly, like to nausea. Um, you know, when you, when you go out and execute a game plan at a high level and then come back and watch it and see that you did it, it's, I mean, it's just a good feeling. It's, it's, you know, you get that, you get that, the warm and fuzzies. Cause, you know, I mean, when you put in the work and you see it, you know, come to fruition on film, then you know, you know you're doing something right. What was the reaction like on uh, Javante Spragan's pancake, the one that Cole Kubik tweeted and highlighted? Uh, what, what, was, what was that reaction like in the meeting room? I mean, there wasn't really a reaction. It was just, it was just funny. Like, like it was funny because it, it's funny because it's Sprags. Like y'all don't know Sprags, like like I know him, but it's just funny because it's him. Is he is he a goofball or something? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a goofball, but he's like, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. You just got to be around him. Like, man's a, <laughs> man's hard to explain, but he's it was funny. Um, definitely got a good one on that one. Yeah, he did. He did. Did I, did I miss the memo? You're wearing black tonight, both of you? Is that supposed to wear black? No, man. Just, is that a precursor to Saturday? I'm sorry, I didn't no. hear what you said. What'd you say? Well, 65% of my stuff is black anyway, so. I said, did I miss the memo? Y'all both have black on. and Is that a precursor to yeah, Saturday? I always wear black. It makes me look thinner. I definitely need to be wearing black then. So, um, you oh, know, I see what you did there, Austin. Yeah. It, it went over my head, and it came back and... Mm. What, the hit pre- me in the back of the what, head. the precursor to Saturday? Yeah, yeah, I see yeah, what you okay. did there. Um, Kate's silly. still trying to figure it out. Um, yeah, I have no idea what y'all are talking about. <laughs> oh, the black jerseys? <laughs> Please don't wear those. There we go. What? Okay. What's wrong with you? We want tradition? No, man, I'm not, I'm not even on that. I don't. Listen, I like new tradition. I like old tradition. I like a mixture of both, but the team we playing is black. What you got over there? Same. I got some chicken, uh, some fries, and mac and cheese. Some num nums. That's an SEC play of the week plate right there, okay? Yeah, I'm about to bust down. I'm so hungry. Golly, man. We got Cooper over here. He's coming and freeloading. That's what he does. Golly. Cooper, Cooper if you eat that whole plate, you, you might be 260 by the end of the show. Leave Kate alone. Leave Cooper alone. I won't. Leave those guys feeling good for this oh, weekend. Oh, this is different. Feeling Did you bring good this for this home? weekend. Oh, sorry. I'm getting off center on the podcast. I apologize. Let me let me ask you something, Kate. Did you take the photo with the mid, midfield after the game? No, I didn't. Not a big like post for photo. Listen, I mean, hey, unless it, it's with the kids here. Unless it's with the kids here at Gus's Fried Chicken, then we pose, we smile, we put on our pretty face. But no, nah, um, no, nah, I wasn't. I was 
celebrating with my teammates over by the fans. Trying to, was, my, trying to get my mom to come down there, but it got a little too crazy. How, how was that? How did how did you feel like the fans traveled? How was that experience like, you know, celebrating with the fans after the game? Yeah, it was awesome. There's, thank you. Um, it was awesome. A lot of fans showed up. I mean, as many as could be, you know, because, I mean, they're not going to show up and fill half the stadium because it's just not plausible. But definitely showed up. Um, anytime we scored, that little corner was rocking. Um, Tennessee fans always travel. So, Did you realize, like, that Kentucky had 600 yards of total offense and dominated time possession and, <laughs> yeah, and the notice. quarterback had, you know, his best, you know, game of, of the season. And, like, all these things, you know, fell right for Kentucky. When you look at the statistics, 75%, third down, like everything that you want to win in, they won in except for the final score. Yeah, it's like, crazy. It's crazy. probably got to be, like, the first time someone's had 600 yards <laughs> offense, never punted, and controlled the time of possession like that and lost. I mean, it's just a credit to our offense and, yeah. and, and, and I mean, the defense. I mean, they just got to give up less points than we have, than we score, you know? I mean, so just scoring fast and, you know. Is it, inter- is it amusing at all when the defense, come back over, the defense comes back over there and they look like, you know, is it Marv from Home Alone when he's trying to tell Harry that they're throwing bricks and he's like... <laughs> You know, and they're like gasping for breath, and you are somewhere like kick back, like this is easy. Oh, dude, we were chilling. Our benches had a little heat on them, like like <laughs> like it was probably thirty nine degrees, thirty eight degrees, and like but there I was no wind. It was, there was not no, bad. It was not cold. It was like not it cold, wasn't yeah. cold. But I mean, the, when you're out there, you don't have sleeves. I mean, I had sleeves on. No, I didn't. When you don't have sleeves on, and like you you do have a little sweat going. You're kind of moist, moist. Um, <laughs> no, no sleeves. Like it's gonna be cold when it's like thirty eight degrees. But we had the little heated bench, and like I was not sweating to the point where I told the dude to turn off my like my little bench section because I was too hot. So we're chilling. It's crazy, man. That game was that game was yeah, it was wild. It was it was it was fun to watch. Uh, your reaction when um, Alante Taylor had the pick six and he shimmied, and you saw the dance. Did you see the dance? Yeah, I saw the dance. <laughs> what, what was your reaction when you saw the shimmy? What was your reaction when you saw the shimmy? Cookies! Everybody's getting cookies. That was mine. I didn't even see the celebration. I just knew I was going to get two freebies. That's you just it. knew that you didn't have to go back out there and the defense was having to go right back out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, anytime the defense scores points, I mean, that's that's huge for an O-lineman. Yep. For this O-line, the next three weeks, um, I want to specifically talk about Darnell Wright. Because, like, if you think back, you know, he, he's really not been talked about a whole lot this year, which is a great sign for an alignment, which means you're just doing your job. For sure. You know, I mean, you're not getting beat. You know, yeah. you're just out there playing, making, you know, and, and, and blocking the guy in front of you. Where specifically, and I know he was out on the show earlier in the year, but where specifically have you seen him get better from the moment you arrived to now? Man. Besides the, being in shape. Being what? Being in shape. Oh, just Darnell, like, as a human like just as a person like has grown so much personally has grown so much like on the field in the weight room but like mostly like personally he's grown just I've seen him grow up in the last you know since the new staffs got here so you know 10 months I've seen him grow up a lot um just you know caring more about stuff that he should care about you know what I'm saying um not that he didn't care before but like he he took that extra step and and, you know went all in and and put it all out there um and I think he'd tell you the same thing, seeing him grow in that aspect and then just on the field, um, you know. See you, Coop. 
no, I was just saying bye. Um, on the field, just you know, just well-rounded as a player, <clears throat> taking in, going to left tackle. Since he's been playing right tackle, just taking it over, learning it, learning how to do it, and you know, welcoming it as a new challenge. Before we go to you, give me an offensive lineman that that hasn't played this year, that has continued to work, put working on the scout team, that's impressed you, that you feel like, you know, next year this kid could step in and, and play, and I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, James Robinson. A guard. Yeah, guard. Big Mahler. What about tackles? Um, yeah, man, we need your replacement. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, um, we need to plan for your replacement, man. Just, you know, just in case. Just in yeah, case. for sure. Just in case. Um, RJ's been doing a really good job on the scout team. RJ Perry. Yeah, I mean, they, they've embraced the role. Um, not the role that, you know, most people want to get, but they've embraced it. Done a good job all year long just showing up and, and doing what they need to do, help our defense, give them good looks and stuff. So, uh, To piggyback off what Austin said, it's funny because I was going to ask you something similar, but not just with the offensive line, but just during the game, um, usually when you have role games, there's going to be some new faces that step out, make a play here or there. It may not be you know, 10 plays in a game, but it can be just one play that For sure. uh, helped the team you know, win the game. Uh, who was that, that new player, that young player um, that you don't see week in, week out make plays, but he made a play against Kentucky, and uh, it caught your eye? Yeah, Jalen Wright, for sure, came in there and, and came in there for a drive and, and, you know, did his thing, ran the ball really good. Um, I think that's what you were asking me about earlier. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he ran the ball really good, um, you know, felt his way through the holes and stuff and with good vision. Um, yeah, so definitely Jalen. All right, let's take a break. When we come let's back, hopefully Javante, he wants to cheese. eat and, and, and get a quick two-and-a-half-minute uh, bite in. And, and then, you know. Can I get some ketchup, please? He, he's going to get ketchup. I'm turning his mic down, so I can't tell him order his Coke. Cade Mays, Jason Swain. I'm Austin Price. We'll be right back. Bite into that crispy crust with just the right amount of spicy, and you're going to taste the tender, juicy, succulent chicken that is Gus's world-famous fried chicken, a timeless southern tradition that started over 60 years ago in Mason, Tennessee, with a secret family recipe. Gus's has stood the test of time and spread throughout the world. It's not just famous, it's world-famous fried chicken at Gus's. VolQuest.com has been the gold standard for Tennessee football coverage for over 20 years, led by an experienced staff with over 600 games covered amongst them. Speed, speed, and then some more speed. VolQuest takes you behind the scenes with features on coaches and players. For only $9.95 per month, find out why VolQuest continues to set that standard. wonder what the best source of Tennessee and college football talk is? Tune in to the Swain Event every morning from 7 to 10 a.m. You can listen on the Swain Event app or catch the live stream on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook Live. If you can't listen in real time, it's all good. Just click on the podcast icon in the app and listen at your convenience. Get all the information on the Vols all year long with the Swain Event. You will not find a better mix of big orange news and opinion anywhere else. Fellas, 
When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best of you because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. And welcome back to Gus's Fried Chicken here on Southern Avenue, Tennessee Prime, alongside Cade Mays. Who is, uh, has he even ate a tender yet over there? I feel like he's had three French fries. No, he's, he's, I, think, I don't know. He is, he is in the tenders for sure. He is in the tenders. Javante Payton texts me he's on his way. I told him Cade was going to take a portion of his money since he's had to carry yes. most of the show. Yes. Um, if, so, if, if Javante would get here like he you did. You wide receivers are prima donna's swing. Well, listen, if Javante would get here like he did to the end zone, first play of the game, then he'll, he'll be walking in any second. Thank you. But, yes, that is true. We are prima donnas. I'm not denying it. I'm embracing it. We are. He spoke to the media on Monday, and I said, I, I, my nickname for you is Milk Carton. And he goes, what do you mean? And I said, because you got an expiration date on you. Apparently, you can only catch passes in the first quarter. Once it turns to the second quarter, you expire. That's not right. What do you say? Did he laughed. Did he want to punch you in the face? No. Not at all. I wouldn't laugh. I would told you that was a bad joke. <laughs> hey, look, dude. When you're 38 and you've got kids, you Guys, have that. Comment, ba- comment ba- tell them that's a bad joke. Bad dad jokes. <laughs> yeah, bad I mean, dad jokes. Javante just sharing the wealth. I mean, two straight games where him and Cedric Tillman and Bailey Jones all get into the end zone. Yep. So, he just, you know, he's just sharing the wealth. He is, he is not a selfish person. He likes to see other people win. Georgia has not allowed anyone to score more than 13 points all year. Is it 13 or Josh Heupel has never had a game in which he's the head coach where he's scored 13 or less. He scored at least 14 in every game as a head coach. Yeah. Something's got to change Saturday. What is it that impresses you about them off, you know, uh, defensively? What, where are they really? I know everybody loves to talk about their front seven. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like the linebackers, especially, with, they bring Dean from all kinds of different directions. Yeah, they've got a lot of different stuff going on, and along with their their complex defense and. And just all the coverages they mix in, all the blitzes, plugs, all that stuff. They probably got more depth than anybody in the country. Um, but if they can't substitute, the depth But goes, if they can't substitute, but, yeah. I mean, incomplete pass, they're going to sub. Sure. You know, go out of bounds, they're going to sub. But um, definitely their depth, their front seven's really good, like, every week. I don't really pay much attention to the back end. I know, I know a lot of the guys on their team on the back end. They're definitely solid, been there for a while. Um, but as far as the front seven, man, just, just all the blitzes they bring. Um, their linebackers line up in different places, you know, to, to try to get leverage and stuff on the plays. Um, and then their front four, just, I mean, they, they just play with really good really good technique. They play really hard, and they play together. 
know, they're they're always in sync. They're always where they need to be. So, when you you look at the, the this Tennessee team and, and and who's doing what, you got Bayless Jones as Jason just referenced, 100 yards, um, back-to-back games with a touchdown. Started his career at USC. Mm-hmm. You didn't start your career here. Mm-hmm. You're here now. Javante Payton, same thing. Um, who, who, is, who is Javante Payton? Who is Javante Payton? Oh, no, he's here. Sorry. Um, let's pro- I've got these headphones. Yeah, you're right there. Um, I've got these headphones on. I didn't hear you pull up. Um, that, hey, now you got to turn your body because he's in the building. So you got to you got to open it up, That's man. Right. Yeah, I do. I My guy Javante. I got to open up the hips. That's right. You got to um, open it up now. Up, man. Hold on, let me turn you. Let me turn you up, Javante. Let me turn you up, man. My my point being is like all these players, you know, Hendon, uh, Caleb Tremblay, all these players that weren't here a year ago or two years ago are all having a huge impact on this team. Mm-hmm. What's that say about modern day college football with the portal and being able to go and change locations and and make an impact? Um, I think it just you know gives guys an opportunity. Um, to go somewhere else and, you know, make a career for themselves if they're not, you know, in a, a what? <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing at you because you are so happy that Javante walked in because now we can talk to Javante and you can you can grub. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, dude, I'm smashing over here. This yeah, you look, I haven't eaten anything all day. The, the you, best, you smash. The only bad part about it is that you get, everybody gets to watch you eat. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's all I good. Mean, there's three other people on the show. If y'all want to sit here and watch me, num 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 num, it's kind of weird. No, I've been I've been waiting um, all day talking to Dante. So go ahead, go ask the question that you can smash. Yeah, as far as that, just you know, giving guys an opportunity if they're not, you know, feeling comfortable in a certain position that they're in at one school, or you know, not getting the playing time they want, give an opportunity to go somewhere and, and showcase their talents, and hopefully, you know, change the way, change the way things were looking at the last school. All right, same question for you. Um, you know. To, to leave Mississippi State, to come here, to have the impact you've had. Um, we talked about this a little bit, you know, yesterday. Um, you know, I don't think you would have imagined that you would have this kind of impact as far as the number of touchdowns and huge plays. Yeah, man, you know, it's just, it's just a blessing at the end of the day. You know, um, coming to UT was definitely a decision that I had on my mind for a long time before, you know, entering the portal and, you know, it was it was honestly like the greatest decision I I could ever make, and you know it's just paying off. You know all the hard work that I put in um, in the spring, um, in the summer with these guys. You know it's just, it's all paying off. So you know I'm just excited that I came, and you know just hope I can do you know extreme half team plays on the field as as I have in the past. So. Javante touchdown Peyton, man, oh man, oh man, first play of the game. Yeah, first play of the game. Take me through what you saw. Take me through the guys that did their jobs and allow you to be able to make your job super, super easy. Um, what was that? What was that feeling like? You know, getting to the end zone, watching Kentucky fans with their jaw probably drop. Like, oh man, they already scored first play of the game. Take us through that play. Uh, yeah, man, that great that play right there was like amazing. You know, being able to start off with the first play and just you know get the game kicked off. Like jumping, you know, it was a great experience, a great feeling, and you know, it really couldn't have happened without, like, like you said, the guys who who helped me with them blocks outside. You know, we had um, Prince Defant who came in motion and uh, bumped out the corner, and Bayless who was in the slot. You know, he um, um, bumped out the rush or knocked down the rush, and they gave me an excellent hole. And like my coach always preached, you know, um, you can't let one guy 
tackle you in open field. You know, that's what my mind was at when I seen that space. And I, I just got loose after that. <laughs> and we've seen, we've seen touchdowns this season, hypo drawn up like awesome plays. Right? The, the Baelish uh, touchdown, I feel like that was a play design that was drawn up for a touchdown uh, shot. You know, your play against Florida, putting you on a safety. But Kentucky, that was just a quick screen pass out to the receiver. That's what makes it easy for the coaches is when you can take a play like that and go score and not necessarily have to call a touchdown shot, yeah. but just taking a routine catch to the house. Like, that makes the offense coordinator's job so much easier. Um, second straight game, Javante, where you, Cedric, uh, Vela score a touchdown. Just, I mean, you guys right now uh, are wrecking it, and Hendon has said on this program that he's told you guys that y'all are the best receivers in the country. That's how you feel? That's most definitely how I feel. You know, these guys, they put in extremely hard work in the, in the summer. You know, that's what I got here in May, so I was here a little bit earlier than, you know, the, the time that they had to come back. But, you know, when they did get here, you know, I saw all the hard work that they was putting in, all the dedication that they had. And um, I, knew, I knew exactly how this season was going to go because of, like I said, all the work they was putting in. And, you know, I just couldn't be more happy for those guys. And I just hope we can go out there and keep doing this every single game. So... You were four for four this year. All four road games, you scored a touchdown on the road. Yeah. Uh, you know, to make, a, to make a big play in, in somebody else's house and to hear the crowd, as Jason said, at Kentucky, just, you know, because they're so loud on that first play of the yeah, game. Yeah. You know, they're jacked up <laughs> and then just take that pin and pop the balloon. Mm-hmm. You kind of take pride in that a little bit? Yeah, man. See, like, I actually tell um, – when I talk to my parents, I, mean, I tell them all the time, I love – playing at away games you know a lot of people like staying at home I mean I love home games as well but away games you know I just get that experience to go and get the like you said take take that happiness out of all the crowd out of of all the fans that's in the crowd man it's just it's just it's an extreme feeling that I really can't explain that you know as you see like when I go out pregame you know I'm I'm turned I'm happy because it's like I I get to soak in all that that energy that you know that that's going to come into the stadium man you know, that's just one of my favorite things to do, going to a away game. So I definitely take pride in it. I've told you uh, for a few weeks now, I wish you had another year. Like, you know, you're just you're such a short amount of time, but you always got a smile on your face. You always speak. You're always you kind of got this infection, infectious personality. Um, what what is Tennessee kind of meant to you in this short-term deal? I mean, how much – I know you're only here a short amount of time, but how much have you just soaked up? playing here and wearing the orange and all that stuff um like so one thing i noticed like immediately about this this fan base this city man they really love their athletes and i noticed that you know i went into a restaurant um and it was some guys who came up to me and um um um, joan mitchell yeah we was in a restaurant and you know they they noticed us just by off of how we looked and I was like, that's crazy because I literally just got here, and you know, man, just the love that they showed us when I got when I seen seen the fans, and you know, it's just that that type of energy and feeling that I love, and like the, my teammates, but um, with Coach Hype, I noticed um, that coming in, you know, the brotherhood, the bond that he was building with these guys, man, it was amazing. You know, having kick off, kickball games in the stadium and um, baseball games and all of that stuff, you know, it was just all of that fun that I seen they was having, and I saw how it was, you know, bringing the team closer together. So you know. Coming here was like, like I said, one of the business decisions I, I could make. Hey, take us through the first time you guys met each other. Uh, we both played high school football in, in Tennessee. Uh, you both went outside the state and then you came back. But 
you know, kind of take us through the first time you met each other. Maybe it was at a wars banquet. Maybe you played against each other, a camp. I don't know. But, See, that's uh, crazy, though, because, like, hey, turn me up certain schools. I don't think y'all can hear me. We'll, we'll turn you up. There you go. There you go. There you go. Here. I couldn't hear y'all. thought y'all just cut me out of the show. No, we'd never do that. There we go. There we go. All right, keep going. Yeah, so how it was, so actually, you know, it's certain schools in Nashville that play schools that well, sure. that was closer to him. One of my school, my school wasn't the one that actually played those schools. So I actually didn't meet until I got to UT. And, yeah, a lot of my guys knew him before I got here, but I didn't meet him until I got here. So, yeah. Yeah, my first time meeting Javante was uh, when he came on campus. You should have told an entirely different story. <laughs> yeah, we met in, you know, junior year of high school. <laughs> you don't remember that? Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I had posted K one time on my story, and uh, one of my guys, they they had um, commented, it was like, bro, in the championship, bro, he was throwing all of us around. Bro. I was like, yeah, that's K. <laughs> what game was that? The uh, championship game. Pro Pro Cone. Cone. Was it a 4A yeah. game that was your sophomore 4A year? 4A my sophomore year. Yeah, After went, you beat Greenville at I went, Greenville? I went nutto. That was the funnest year of football I think I've ever played. Y'all, you, y'all were the hottest team when you went up there. Well, we started hard... two and four. Like nobody, yeah. like nobody ever talks about it. But we started two and four, and then won the rest of our games. Cat- I want to say I went on TV on yeah, rivalry, it was us. Yeah, yeah, rivalry Thursday, and we were two and four, and they asked like what they expected out of our it team. It was me. I asked this. I know, and then he don't remember. Austin. Who started yeah, he laughing? Does. He's yes, trying to be nice. Mark Packer started laughing at me. I do remember this. I remember it vividly. Um, <laughs> Vividly. So we were two and four. I went on the show, and um, Austin asked me, like, what, what's the next step for this team? Like, where do you see yourself at the end of the season? I was like, we're going to win a state championship. And that's what we're going to do. Like, sure enough, when I did it, they laughed at me. You said it with your chest, went like Alante Taylor. I did. We went out there, won a state championship game 49 to 7. What, what do you That's see? crazy, man, because, like, I swear, I, I would have never known y'all started 2-4. and four. I didn't know that. I'm learning that bro, we now. Started off like, two I and watched four, them play, and they were some dogs. Boy. Had a, like, our quarterback that started for our team, um, he ended up getting kicked off the team. Just, like, bad situation. He gets kicked off the team or quits or something. I don't know. Just you were in Cunningham, right? Uh-huh. Was that Cunningham? Edenfield or Cooper. <laughs> like, Cooper went in there and, like, I don't even know what happened. I walked in the locker room. All his stuff was cleared out the stuff. Or clear out the locker room, and you know we started with an, another quarterback, and like. But wasn't it Cunningham that started? Cunningham came yeah. in, and he was our third string at the beginning of the season, and like our third string quarterback, I mean, first game out there threw like for 400 yards, well, went absolutely nuts. All right, we're go, we're gonna we're gonna see if we can uh, create a, a deja vu moment. Kay, do you think you can win Saturday? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, now go. go okay. 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 That's in my mind now. PTSD uh, from high school. I love All right, Javante, I'm put you on the spot, man. Okay. Put you on the spot. I need you to look at the camera. The camera's right here, Javante. Right. And, and listen, you are a star at this, man. This is what you were born to do. You are a TV star. You hear me, Javante? Right. You are a TV star. Say it with me. <laughs> I am a TV star. I am a TV there star. There you go. All right, I want you to look at that camera, Javante. So you are watching the swing event. I'm watching what now? No, the, the Tennessee Prime. <laughs> oh, okay. No, this is why I want you to listen, Austin. All right. He's throwing, he throwing us off, man. Receiver to receiver here. <laughs> this is what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. I want you to talk to receivers in the transfer portal. Okay. I want you to talk to them and tell them why they need to be here next season taking your spot when you go on. Okay. And maybe they, you know, you can give them number three. But I want you to talk to the receivers <laughs> in the transfer portal about why this offense is perfect for them. Okay, so 
first thing I, w- I would say, I mean, of course, I'm pretty sure everybody see the tempo. Um, defense, defenses really can't hang with that tip on, man. And, you know, the work ethic that we put in in practice and how hard we go, man, how competitive we are, you see it shows on the field, man. And like I said, Coach Burns, he's an excellent receiver coach. When you come in here, like, they try to find a way to get everybody the ball. You know, everybody get the same opportunities when we come in here to, um, you know, to play. And like I said, like, we go out there and we work all day, every day, and we get better. So, you know, Tennessee is really the best spot for everybody to come, especially if you play receiver. So, you know, come on down. You want touchdowns, right? If you want yes, touchdowns. Sir. If you want touchdowns instead of, you know, little first downs, you come to Tennessee, <laughs> right, Javante? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, um, so we got, we, got, we got to recruit some offensive linemen, too. So Yeah, if you like blocking. <laughs> you like blocking. Come on in. Play every three seconds. Okay, they running down the side of Tennessee now. Can you tell them, tell them, man? Like in practice, like we go way faster in practice than we do in the game. Like it's crazy. Like oh, I believe. Because like, yeah, we, we got we have we have like, like tempo like, periods and then like, like what? Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous how fast we go in practice compared to the game. So like you know, it really shows. Like when we when we moving, that's why like we able to move how we move because like. The tempo that we run in, pra- uh, in the game is not even the real tempo that we run in practice. So. So, 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 the, so the fastest, and this is what I've heard from a couple guys that have come out so far this season, the fastest tempo that y'all have um, went has been in fall camp. Yes, most definitely. So y'all haven't, y'all haven't hit that fall camp tempo in the game Second, second scrimmage. Ooh, yeah, that, 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 that one, I think when we started with that big, that big, Passed to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that one was. Well, we know you scored a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, it's the one that actually. I <laughs> was think, that the one in the rain? Yeah, the one in the rain. Yeah, it was that scrimmage. Yeah, that, that drive right there, we had went down to score so fast, it was crazy. Yeah. Who was the quarterback then? Joe. Gotcha. Um, before we take a break, um, Peyton Manning, you know, he famously has, you know, a core group of guys that he's, you know, you know Max Hawks, Frage, guys that. You know, he always counts on when he comes back. Take away any of the position coaches, okay, or, or, or hypo. So none of the position coaches are hypo. Who's, who's somebody that's your guy? That, you know, every day when you see him, it, 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 it's a good day. You know, somebody that's helped you along the way. None of the position coaches? Yeah, take away the position coaches and coach hypo. Like support staff. Who, who, would be a, who would be a guy that, you know, Years from now, you, you you would love to come back and see, you know, after your time in the NFL's over. I would definitely have to say Coach Abernathy. Coach Ab. Coach Ab. What about you? Definitely Hawk and K. Simon. Kevin Simon. Mm, K. Simon, dope too, man. I just got close with K. Simon too when I got here, yeah. But Abernathy, I really knew him before I came too. Sure. Yeah. Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, he knows my whole family, so it's kind of like. Family thing with him, him and Tyler Barron. I love Hawk though. You always know what you're getting out of Hawk. <laughs> That's facts. Getting a big smile. I love Hawk. Good man. There was nothing like back in the day when Tennessee had a previous head coach and he was on the mic and he would always be yelling, "Chin the ball, chin the ball!" All through practice. That was back when you probably were a sophomore, winning state titles, beating Javante's alma mater. When we come back, we'll talk about the Georgia game and we'll talk more about things on campus. Go watch your Tennessee Prime. Chicken got me sweating. <laughs> <laughs>
bite into that crispy crust with just the right amount of spicy, and you're going to taste a tender, juicy, succulent chicken that is Gus's world-famous fried chicken. A timeless southern tradition that started over 60 years ago in Mason, Tennessee with a secret family recipe. Gus's has stood the test of time and spread throughout the world. It's not just famous, it's world-famous fried chicken at Gus's. VolQuest.com has been the gold standard for Tennessee football coverage for over 20 years, led by an experienced staff with over 600 games covered amongst them. Speed, speed, and then some more speed. VolQuest takes you behind the scenes with features on coaches and players. For only $9.95 per month, find out why VolQuest continues to set that standard. Ever wonder what the best source of Tennessee and college football talk is? Tune in to the Swain Event every morning from 7 to 10 a.m. You can listen on the Swain Event app or catch the live stream on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook Live. If you can't listen in real time, it's all good. Just click on the podcast icon in the app and listen at your convenience. Get all the information on the Vols all year long with the Swain Event. You will not find a better mix of big orange news and opinion anywhere else. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. Dot com. By the way, that we'll be glad to make if this bill becomes law. Transformational change is adding Young Apollo with the wind. And welcome back into Tennessee Prime. Here from Gus's world famous fried chicken on Sutherland Avenue. Javante Payton, Cade Mays, and the great Uno, Jason Swain. Javante, you look at uh, Georgia. We were talking with Cade before you got here. They've, oh. uh, they've not allowed anybody to score more than 13 points all year. Defensively, they're pretty good. Um, from, from the front seven to, to the uh, secondary, um, they're deep. Um, you know, they, have, they have a lot of depth on the defensive side of the ball. When, when you've watched them this week, um, or at any point during the season, what's impressed you about their defense? Um, what impressed me about their defense most definitely the way they fly around. You know, all of their guys, they're pretty much to the ball. You know, they, they see ball, they go get ball. Pretty much everybody on their defense, and, you know, they have a very good – everybody knows they have a very good, you know, front um, D-line. And, you know, them guys, they – on third down, they like to send exotic blitzes and, you know, just throw a lot of different stuff at people. So, you know, that will really impress me that those guys are able to go out there and fly around how they do. How important is it, do you think, in a game like this, when you're playing the number one team in the country, they're so good defensively, that you continue the trend of getting off to a hot start to get some mojo, get the crowd really revved up. Crowd's going to be into it early in the game no matter what. 
But, you know, it, if you can make a few plays early, it kind of gets them extra jazzed up. Yeah, um, you know, it's, um, it's going to be extremely exciting um, playing against this defense, being that they're the number one defense in the country. And, you know, going out there and, um, and all of our guys going out there and being able to, uh, you know, make plays and, you know, execute plays on, the, on this defense is just, you know, it's, it's a good look for everyone, you know, on the team. So, you know, we just all, all got to go out there with the same mindset, you know, just execute the small details and go get the job done. When somebody tells you that you can't do something, it just makes you want to do it even more. Like when you were little and your mom said, don't touch that, that, that stove, it's hot. You were like, I still got to touch it and, and, and feel the burn, right? And so no one is picking you guys. Um, no one is going to think that you can do it outside of the people in your locker room. But how much does that motivate you knowing that it's you versus the world? It's, it's Tennessee versus everybody no one believes that you guys could do it that just gives you more motivation uh, how has the energy been on the practice field this week um it's been great you know today we had a great practice you know um this is coming from coach burns you know he actually said today in meetings you know this is probably one of the better better practice that we ever had this whole season so you know just everybody going out there with the energy and passion that they, that they went out today you know it's just great seeing everybody dedicated and you know locked in so all right, so as a young player, I, I'm sure, you know, you, you get frustrated when you're not playing as much. When you're in high school, you're the star, and then you come to college and, you know, you're more of a role guy. It, it's, it's an adjustment process. Um, do you try to in, instill some wisdom in some of those young guys that maybe, you know, are a little bit frustrated because they're not playing as much as they'd like to say, I, you know, I didn't play, you know, a couple of years ago, and now look at me. you got to just hang in there and not – be so quick to run to the – because everybody's, you know, you get a hangnail, you run to the portal, your girlfriend breaks up with you, you run to the portal, you fail the math test, you run to the portal. That's just today's college athlete. Um, do, do you feel like that's, you know, that's something you can as, have an impact on, you know, guys like, guys like Jalen Hyatt, Jimmy Holiday, Jimmy Calloway? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes, tremendously. Um, you know, them guys, they all come in, like I said, they everybody really comes in with that same attitude. And, um, you know, of course, I can't help those guys with telling them about how my experiences was and how it was for me coming up. Because, you know, um, going into Mississippi State, you know, I, I didn't go in starting and I had to play my role. And, you know, as time went on, you know, you see where I am today. And, you know, I just tell those guys all the time, like, you just got to be patient. You know, I always try to um, take stuff from other guys. You know, I still learn from Jalen Hyatt. I still learn from Bayless, Callaway. I try to take skills from them as well because, you know, we all can learn from each other. And, you know, they all do that, and they all have pretty good attitudes about it. All right, so you've got senior day coming up in a few weeks, and I know we're putting the cart ahead of the horse. You're out every week. We'll talk about this with you later. Um, you're not out every week. Uh, anything special planned for the final run through the tee? I mean, um, you go out there by yourself. You go, you go run through the tee by yourself. You got anything planned? I don't know. I really you, are you, are you going to give us one of those like you did <laughs> at Alabama? I was really trolling. Thank you. I'm disappointed I didn't see anything uh, against Kentucky, man. Was... Man, look, honestly, like, we uh, we talk about it every like every game. Like, we're going to celebrate, we're going to do something. But, like, I, at the time, like, I was going through so fast. It was kind of like I saw Bayless coming, and it was just like, right, I'm going to just run through with my teammates. But we we do usually try to think about something that we're going to do during the game. And that Bama, that Bama game, when I did that, I knew that that's what their receivers were doing. So I was most definitely saying the whole game, like I said, bro, if I score, bro, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm, like, and I said I was going to do the gritty too, but you feel me? I said, if I get one, I said, I don't know how many I'm going to get. But that first one, I got to do they celebration because, you know, I don't know I'm going to get another one. So I was like, yeah. the first time I get in, that's what I'm going to do, and that's what I did. 
Yeah, I was I was expecting you to do something, man. I I, I thought she was gonna run to the locker room. You was, you didn't <laughs> stop, man. You was gone. You were you were gone, man. That was that was good, man. That was that was exciting. It was cool to kind of um, see the reaction from from my fans watching you guys play. And um, Javante got his plate now, so let's get over here to. Get over here. I just want to say I'm gonna do a cartwheel. Ooh, my food hot though. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh, absolutely. I've got, huh? got a killer cartwheel, dog. Like <laughs> straight, leg straight. Great body position. <laughs> Dog, you are fresh today. I appreciate it, man. Thank that's you, man. I had to had to get sure. dressed for you, man. I mean, SEC. You see, I dressed up for you too. I got yeah. Crocs. Yeah, man. Hey, Croc, Crocs is is that's. I need an NIL deal with Crocs. I did a CMT interview the other day, and I they called me. They told they called me and told me that I uh, if I wanted to do it, but I'd already left the house and I had class all day, and I was going to do it after class, and I was in my Crocs. And I called my mom after. She's also watching. Hi, Mom. Love you. But anyways, um, I called her afterwards, and I was like, you're going to kill me. I just went on CMT. You're going to be on TV, and I'm in Crocs. So. Hey, you see that? I do see that. That's why I got fresh today, man. Lyman of the week. I appreciate In the that. SEC. You are fresh, dog. Lyman of the week. Of all the linemen in the SEC, there's five linemen that start on each team. Do the math. Five times 14. I can't do it that fast. Pull out your calculators. But anyways, you were recognized as the, the best, Kate. That's why I got fresh. That's five why times, I got fresh. Five times 14, Austin. What is it? 70. I was going to say that. I was going to say that, but you took it. I had a number of a minute in my head because I was like five times 12, 16. That's good, though. Carry I'm one. terrible at math. You know, they teach math now. You, it, it, you'll learn this with camp. I won't learn the way they camp. I'm not going to be doing this. You will. Trust me. Camp's going to get to a point, and they're going to go. Your mom's going to go. Kid, help me with this math. And you're going to go. I don't. I don't. I didn't do math this way. Like they do it differently. Oh yeah. It's like crazy. Like I mean, like it's. It, you know. You know. It's. It's not like the old school like way of learning multiplication, division. Yeah, they change. They change things, man. Like what is? What is this? I don't know, baby. Google it. <laughs> what's the what's a little uh, photo math? Got to get photo math. You just a little camera action, and then it pops out the answer for you. Yeah, they do math kidding. different these days. Learn how to do your math, kids, because it'll benefit you down the road. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Taxes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, a thousand percent. Uh, what have you learned, Kate, just from this whole you know, nil deal? Um, the lessons that you've learned, you know, ways that you felt like the NIL deal have prepared you for the next level when you become a professional athlete. Um, and before you get that check, them taxes are already out of that thing. For sure. Uh, how do you feel like the NIL have, have prepared you? Um, I definitely think it's prepared me. It's, you know, I've built relationships with, uh, with some good people um, around Knoxville and, you know, different places in the country. Um, you know, just – People are always looking to help, especially especially young athletes, you know, college athletes. Um, with, before the NIL deal stuff, like, I mean, if you if you map it out, like how much we're actually working, working, yeah. um, to how much we get paid, you know, it equals out at you know right above two dollars, like two dollars and seven cents an hour. Yeah. So I mean, they're always looking to help college athletes, and you know, I've made I've made great relationships, like I said, and just. Um, I just think it's a great opportunity for everyone involved because not only the student athlete gets help, but you know, I mean, promoting somebody's business and then just building those relationships for later in life once you get done with ball, and you can always come back around, you know, and, and 
what, what's been cool is obviously you guys been able to get the deals and all that, but to see the fans be so happy for y'all, like they cheering you on, like yeah, yeah go sure. go get those deals, get those deals, get that get that money, yeah 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 yeah, like it's it's kind of cool to see that because you know we live sometimes we live in a society where people don't want to see other folks win and be successful, but you know. And it could be Tennessee fans or even fans outside of the Tennessee. Just like sports fans are just happy for y'all. Like yeah, happy dope, man, that y'all sure. are finally being able to capitalize on especially, your name. Especially as an O-lineman. Like, yeah. O-lineman usually don't get that much love. And, like, I've been I've been fortunate enough to sign, you know, some good NIL deals. So, I mean, I've been ecstatic. I've loved it. It's been, it's been awesome. What's been your favorite one besides Tennessee Prime? Um, Here at Gus's World Famous Fried Chicken. Probably uh, my deal with Mike and Marquise Pouncey. Um I signed a deal with them and their energy drink. Um, really good product. But I've got a big one in the works right now that I'm trying to finalize, and it's going to it's gonna be a big one. Big, big one. i got three more games left after this one. No, three games left including this one, right? Yeah. Oh, you get the bowl game. Oh, yeah, that's right, four games. Yeah. we got to hurry up and get that done. Oh, I know it. We need to get off in the call up there. It's going to be huge, too. Tennessee no, yeah, fans, Tennessee fans are going to love it. You're wanting them to, to look in the camera and – talk to the portal kids. Look at the camera and talk to the bowl people. Where do you want to go? <laughs> Nashville. Nashville. Not Florida. Not Tampa. I don't like the beach. Man, I, don't like I have no desire to go to Florida. Like Nashville. I've never. That I've time of year really, you can slip over to West Tennessee and go duck hunting for a day. Yeah, I've never been like really. I've been to Nashville for like <laughs> a. Said, I don't want to go home. You, you can't want, go to Nashville. I already went to Nashville for a bowl game. So, no, so I haven't. I've, both my bowl games, I've been in New Orleans and I've Real. I don't want to go back there. I don't like New Orleans. It's not my city. So you want to go downtown, some tight blue jeans and cowboy boots, and go to go to the club? I, mean, I don't wear that. Like I would wear, I would wear exactly what I got on right now to the club. Nashville, man, Nashville. Nashville, get it in. It's cool though. Like Mississippi State, they have fun when I took them. They was asking me what to do. I was like, bro, just go downtown, bro. Y'all have fun. Go downtown. You, What's you your was... prototypical night in Nashville? Me? Yeah. Um. I usually don't go out that much. Like, my going out at home is like going to like my cousin's house or something, my friend's house, like one of my old teammates. But like, if it's a party, like I might go, but like I, I rarely go out. Like here, I go out, like I go out more with my teammates here, but like now nah, when I'm at home, I don't really go out. Like for the bye week, I went home. It was CSU homecoming. I thought I was going to go out. I didn't do nothing. I went to sleep, really sleep the whole time. What was that reception like for you? Friends and family, we went home after they, you know, saw you ball out so far this season, catching touchdowns. Uh, how was that like? So, I was able to go to um, uh, my dad's high school game and um, my brother's football game to see them play. And, like, yeah, the uh, the, the love I was getting was, was definitely uh, a great feeling. You know, everybody was talking about how they seen me play, you know, from my dad posting from TV and stuff. And it was just a, it was a great feeling having going back and, you know, just seeing everybody just so happy to see me and stuff. So I loved it. And next time I go home, I'm definitely going to be, I'm definitely ready to go back. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, know, it was fun. That, 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 that feeling is like <coughs> indescribable, man. When you go home and you play well, you're, you know, your team, um, it's best to go after a win. But, I mean, you guys played your butts off against Alabama and impressed a lot of people. And you did your thing. Um, so that love that you get, man, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like, you 
poke your chest out like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in school balling. Yes. That's how I always get that. I always get that feeling in the food city in Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that's Andy the, Burger. No, that's just... the only place I go. They're in the pilot. Um, it's Kate. Like, I, like I, my parents don't live far from the food city, so I got to go there, and then I have to go get something uh, from my mom. And, you know, I'll go down there, and folks will just be looking at me like I'm crazy. Yo, it's Kate on Al 3. Look at Kate. I always take Cooper with me. <laughs> Let Cooper be the deflection. That's Kate Mays. Kate Mays over there. Best place to go eat in Nashville is what? Mm. Local place. Prince's. Chains. If you want some chicken, you go to Prince's. Prince's for sure. Yeah. Um, for sure, Prince's. There's some new spots that people like. Been, been, they done came out with some stuff, but I ain't been yet. I want to go try it out. Like, hold on. I want to show you. It's some, like, some more chicken. I don't know all the names yet, but I got to go check out some new spots. You know, people done came out with some new stuff since I've been gone. Yeah, everybody's moving to Nashville. Everyone's moving yeah, to Tennessee, moved to Nashville. So, oh, I know. Have you guys noticed how bad the traffic's gotten in, in Knoxville recently? Oh, look at that. Like, back when I was in high school, middle school, you would never, yeah, ever so. run into traffic, like, in Knoxville. Except occasional, like, 4.30 to 5 o'clock well, level road. It's, like, it's because when he drives down the road, everybody stops to see what that loud noise is. And then it backs everything up. Chain reaction. <laughs> My teammates say I'll wake him up in the morning. <laughs> Some of the bad jokes tonight. He's a bad man. <laughs> nah, but I'm serious. There's so many people in Knoxville now. Y'all I never used to run traffic. Y'all haven't heard Jimmy Calloway car louder than mine. <laughs> they haven't heard my, hey, you <laughs> Is it the music or like the... Bro, tell them. Cooper louder than mine. Than mine. Cooper doesn't even have a loud car. No, it's a loud Parker's car. car. Parker? Parker got a lot of car, don't he? Yeah. He got a stain, don't he? I just want a Hellcat. That's all I yeah, want. Yeah, one of my boys at um <laughs> at um State, he had a red eye. We've lost all control. We got like yeah. three conversations going on up here. <laughs> What's one thing you've not accomplished you want to accomplish in the next three weeks? Is there anything? Touchdown. Touchdown. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. He's like, he's like, Jabari or Tyon, just fun. Hey, I'll tell you what. If, if you're right there and you're about to sketch a touchdown, Drop it so Cade can land on it in the end zone. <laughs> All right. Oh, Cade should be he able to go to it, though. I should be he able to, like, be, go go throw, the, throw the wide receiver, like, just, like, little tunnel screen-esque action. You know, Looking he ladder. comes in. Looking he comes in, I pull out there like I'm going to kick the corner, but really I'm just I'm coming behind the wide receiver. He catches it, pitches it to me. I'm up the sideline. Oh, we don't have to do that. You need Smart. to go to Heupel's office and say, yo, I'm a big deal. I'm about to go to the league, and I'll be representing Tennessee in a good way. I need you to hook me up with a touchdown. Like, give me a touchdown. Let's go. Like, you should be able to do that. Y'all talk every week. Steve Matthews style. <laughs> you should be able to do that. Steven. Stephen Keith. That's what you should do, man. You going to come with me and be my wingman? I will. I will. I'll I wonder do what it. he would say. What do you think he'd say? Um, why are you here? Why are you here? But, but I'll, I'll do it for you. You the man. Go in there like all the teammates are Rudy. Start dropping off jerseys. Yeah. If you don't let Cade score a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I represent you, man. Like Johnny Cochran, get him man. I go in there and say, hey, my client deserves a touchdown. Tutty. That's, I think you deserve one. <laughs> Thank you. Let's I get it done. That. I'll tell you who else deserves one. It's Tyler Barron because he got robbed of the one in the Ole Miss game. He most definitely did. He definitely did. Ridiculous. But, hey. Well, it is do. what it is. You can't go back on time. You can't go back. You can't, look back right. and you, laugh. Can't, you can't keep score. You can't live in the past. 
flush it. What best life advice Melinda Mays has given you for oh, I feel like we do this question every time. I've never asked you this. We just life, life advice from your mom? Can't mess it up either, dude. You always mom. ask me, though, like, life advice in general or, like, what I would tell myself. And that's stuff that, like, she's told me. Let me think on this. Let me think. I, got, I definitely can come up with a good one. You better hurry up, man. Your mom's, gonna, your mom's watching. You'll get Best trouble. life advice your mom or dad has given you. Mm. They told me a lot of stuff. Because <laughs> I've been through a lot. So... Mm. That's a hard question. That's like one of the it ones is, I got to think on. It is a hard question. On. Like you have to think about you it. You know. And we'll get the answer next week. What's what's so what's so best life advice? That's right. Flip, flip it up. Flip it on the Flip it on Flip it on the media, man. That's yeah. okay. I can well, answer I mean, this. Give the media those of the wrong medicine. Um, there's two life advice. One one would be from my dad, and it's to never keep score. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't you can't keep score in life. You know. If I, if I do you a solid, but you don't do me one, I can't get mad about it. You know, mm-hmm. you can't keep score. Uh, the other one be, uh, it's never as good as it seems. It's never as bad as it seems. You know, it's yeah. easy to find, kind of like ride the wave of like yeah. life events, mm-hmm. but it's all, normally somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Mine um, is don't sweat the small stuff. Like my mom, I've never seen my mom get upset or like, or get any type of way about something that doesn't really matter. Like every time that you see her visibly upset, or like, or see her any type of any type of emotional or way, like there's usually a good reason behind it. Like she doesn't let something small in her day affect her whole day, affect her whole mood. You know, I mean, it's just something small that you know, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't really matter. She only gets mad when camp crayons the the cabinets. Yeah, for sure. Um, but nah, he, she. Um, She's always been like, always try to teach me that. That just, you know, you can't change something that's going on, and, and if it's not a big deal, it's not a big deal. Just, you know, move on and, and don't sweat it. All right, guys. Well, good luck this week. Right Number one, Georgia coming to town. Three thirty game on CBS. This has been Tennessee Prime for Javante Payton, Cade Mays, Chase Swain. I'm Austin Price. We'll see you next week. <laughs>